Welcome to episode number 67 of Taking With You for May 9th, 2010. Happy Mother's Day. On this episode, we're going to talk about a new church we attended, recording these audio podcasts, and more. Being a family where everybody owns a computer and lots of computers in the house, we'll talk about rebooting. Trust me, you'll like this. Plus, uh, the flowers were growing and a little interesting story that you might find fun. And then on to the topic of the day. We're on love language number four, acts of service. Doing things for someone because you love them and you know it'll bless them. Hi, this is Rick Moyer, and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two, one, zero. Launch commit. Liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour. this 13-track CD or download it at takehimwithyou.com slash stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today. And it's just in time for uh, summer. Summer? Yeah. I'd like summer to come well, around here. I was talking about the Stargazer CD is perfect for summertime when there's actual stars out. Yeah. Yeah, I think other places have stars out more than than we do. We have, I, I would say, what seventy percent of the year we have cloud cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, a good seventy percent of the year. I get hassled about that being the the guy that produced a CD with stargazing music and live in a place where <laughs> you can't see the stars, but that doesn't stop me. Maybe it's our longing, you know, because we really long to see the stars and we really appreciate them when we see them even though it's seldom that may be some places just don't um just take them for granted because they're there all the time and you know what there's one star i really long to see okay the sun oh well that's that definitely is a star it has been raining and raining and raining we just had a windstorm in the middle or in the beginning of may yeah. And rain. And, and we had snow and in the mountains. Power and... outages. Yeah. Yeah. The, Weird. The power was out here for a while last night. And um, you guys ended up eating dinner with... Um... I put it in the microwave. Or not in the microwave. <laughs> I put it in the uh, grill. Yeah. You had to grill it outside because we were out Well, we power. started in the oven. Then we put it in the grill. And, and it, so it had a smoky flavor to dinner. But that was okay. Yeah. And then you had a little... Andrew's little power light for his tools. Well, it wasn't dark out, so we didn't need to use that. Oh, but we did plug in the DVD player and watched an episode of Star Trek Voyager. What did you plug it into? We we plugged it into his little stereo that runs on batteries and listened oh. to in surround sound and watched Voyager Year of Hell Part 1. <laughs> Was that appropriate for the power being out? No, we just like that <laughs> one. We have a collection of, t- or, uh, of uh, Star Trek uh, uh, time travel 
uh, episodes on DVD, and so we picked out Voyager. I, I remember Jane Way was really tough in that one. She's always really tough. She walked around in it. Columbo's a, wife. What do you expect? Columbo's wife. She was Columbo's wife in the series Columbo. You're joking. No, I'm not. I guess it's been about 30 years since I've seen Columbo, so I can't remember. Now, we're starting to banter away in here. I just wanted to make sure that everybody got their copy of Stargazer. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can banter when we get into our, our house, what's going on at our house. All so. right. Get Stargazer. It's it's a good um, CD. It's good for even if you're not watching the, the stars. You can just chill out listening to it. It's fun. Yeah. And you find it on Amazon or you or amazon.com just type in Rick Moyer Stargazer or iTunes or and you can download it or uh, cdbaby.com CD baby. and just type in Rick Moyer Stargazer or if you just type that in in uh, Google you'll find I'm the, like the first 10 entries in Google so that works mm-hmm. yeah okay so let's find out what's going on at our house right here on Take Him With You <laughs> Well, you know, we have been uh, having a great time. Well, I don't know about great time, but we've been looking for a church up towards the Olympia area. We live in the northwest in a town called Aberdeen, which is right on the coast. Well, kind of on the coast. We're about 30 minutes from the ocean. Yeah. And we've been looking for a church not in our area because our eventual plan is to move um, up towards the Olympia area. A little more opportunity for us to, uh, well, I mean, our jobs are not localized. Because we yeah. work on the internet, we do podcasting and stuff like that, and I work with people from all over the world, so it doesn't really matter where I live. Except that our families, you know, one thing we were considering Olympia for is it would be halfway in between my mother and your parents. Yeah, so we, and we like so. to spend time with our family, and that would mm-hmm. be really cool. Plus, there's again, there's just more opportunities. Our town is very small, and you know, kind of a yeah. small town mentality a little bit sometimes, and so... We'd like to get up a little bit more further choices, into things. Yeah. More options up well, there. Well, anyway, we what were your were your thoughts? We're going to go back again next week to this church, but uh, we were recommended to go to a church that, that sounded a lot like what I would enjoy called Reality Church in Olympia. It's downtown mm-hmm. Olympia in the old library. They've renovated it and turned it into a church. You know, one thing that's kind of neat is it has old-fashioned aspects, as in the building, mm-hmm. but it's really modern in its worship. They had... Their worship. What do you mean by that? Now you have to explain to everybody what that well, means. Well, the the worship music. Okay, there you go. Um, was um very contemporary. What do you um, mean by that? Well, they had drums and guitars, and they had a really good mix. And they good sang, bass player. They sang um songs, a couple songs that we were really familiar with from, mm-hmm. from like radio and stuff to like Christian that. Radio. Yeah. Um, and then there was a few songs I didn't know, but they, they were really have, good. Yeah, they may have been original. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the the um, music was the most rocking worship music I've seen in a church. Yeah, um, it was it, it was it appropriate was, though. It wasn't it didn't blow no, your head off, it, but at the same it time, was, it was rocking. It was it good. It was really mixed well, so it you know the guitar, the drums didn't hurt your ears. It was just. But at the same time, really for me, nice it was louder than what I'm used to usually in church, and I liked that. I I actually liked it too, which my daughter was surprised. She thought it was a little bit loud at first, but we were only like three rows back from yeah from the front, and so um. Next week, we're going to have to sit further back than I'd like to just because um, my mother's going to come. Mm-hmm. And she. I hope my mom and dad come too. That'd be fun. She doesn't like real loud music. Yeah. So we're, we'll have to. She goes, My hearing's very um, 
healthy. It's very well. I hear very well. So she doesn't want to be up that close. But um, but it was the worship was amazing. I the worship it. music. Music. That's true. Your worship yeah. is how you love on God, and that can be done with or without music. But the worship music was really good. Cool. And then I thought the the message was good. There, the guy was uh, real un. Um, I don't know how to describe it. He wasn't. Uh, didn't feel. It didn't feel like he was real full of himself. If that makes sense, he just got up. He talked normal. Mm-hmm. Shared some stories and then read out of the Bible and some scriptures and talked about it. And it was very relevant for our lives. And I thought that was really good. And that was basically the service. There was a few announcements and um, the the church is a lot of young people in the church. Mm-hmm. A lot younger than we are. Yeah. That... There was a few older folks than us, but a lot of younger families. The message though was was pretty um rich it wasn't just a little light fluffy thing but he really got yeah, into was, the bible and did great. a lot of good teaching yeah. so and i i, I, did, like I sensed too there wasn't a lot of harshness or anything like that it seemed mm-hmm. to be very open and loving and giving and anyway i was i thought it was really good so we're gonna go try mm-hmm. it out again we'll see i i think that uh at least out of all the churches we've gone to now uh, in our search for mm-hmm. church this one seems to be a little more compatible or at least a little more on the level of what we're trying to do mm-hmm um, as far as our lives are concerned, more relevant, I guess, is what it sounds like. They'd be real open to a podcaster going to their church, you know, yeah, and uh, be real open to being very progressive about, you know, reaching all over the world in a, in a, in a real way instead of a traditional type of stuffy way. So, I we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah and it seems like they're really community minded, which has been um, something that has been important to us through the years. Yeah, that they have a um, like a they help out with like a feeding program where they and street ministry where they try to reach people where they're at and mm-hmm. go to them instead yeah, of just cool. expecting them to come to them. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Oh, today is Mother's Day. So uh, what do you want for Mother's Day, dear? Um, a clean house, a foot rub. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> I did. A neck rub. <laughs> This is Mother's Day. What do you want from your kids, not me? What are you oh, talking about? Jeez. Well, you asked. Well, I know. I, I think the plan is to go out to lunch with both of our mothers yeah. after church. Sure. And um, we found a little Mexican restaurant we like up in Lacey, which is just north of um, Olympia. Olympia. Okay. So I think that'll be fun. All right. A non-stressful day. That's what I want for Mother's Day. You already got your flowers and stuff, so you're good there, huh? Yeah, I bought them myself. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. But I bought some, too, and I've I'm, been putting them together. And I'm hoping they survived our storm yesterday. Oh, yeah. We had a windstorm. It was crazy. But we'll yeah. be okay, I'm sure. I'm going to go out, and I need to plant some of my starts. I started these seeds, and now they're, they've grown, and I've got lots of really nice, healthy little plants there that I'm watering but every day. You have to put slug bait out, because slug bait love little slug baits don't no, love slugs. slugs love little stars. We li- again we live in the pacific northwest and the banana slug is a very popular animal that lives here are they animals they're what are they they're like a snail but they're big and they're they banana slugs. sometimes there's little ones too there's baby ones that are really destructive anyway they're i don't know if you've ever seen a slug i'm sure you have the banana slugs can get six or eight inches long and they're gross they and leave they, this trail they of slime look like a rotten banana kind of yeah, and I love taking pictures of them really close up with the with the uh, with the uh, what do you call that lens? The macro lens. Mm-hmm. They're they're beautiful animals, but uh, 
They're really, really gross. They're really Especially slimy. when you step on them. Especially if you step on them barefoot. Yeah, they're really gross. Which I've done before. Ugh. I used to salt them when I was a kid. I'd go outside and salt them and it kills them. I've done that before in my garden because I don't like them eating up my zucchini. And, and they stuff. will. They'll eat everything inside. Yes, they, they'll eat up Which is garden. funny because I can't see where their mouth is. And you know what they really like is the dahlias. I already sprinkled slug bait around my dahlias. Even they like though to I eat haven't the seen anything come up yet. But as soon as they start coming up, the slugs will eat They'll them. They'll go eat them, yeah. 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 That happens sometimes. Yeah. Well, we have been, um, I've been busy working on a, a big project for um, uh, one of my clients, um, Stefan Sonok, who does the Martians Are Here podcast. He produces it, and uh, I'm the one that does the production for him. And so we've been really working hard here on that. I've been really busy with that. Got a couple mm-hmm. of new things coming out that uh, we want to pro- uh, promo real quick. One of them is um, by our friend Meds from England. He does the Waffle On podcast. And you just met his wife um, the other day on Skype. Mm-hmm. She's very nice. She, Yeah, she's very nice. They're a neat couple. I wish we lived closer. We would be friends. Yeah, she seems like she's a little bit more like me, uh-huh. and and maybe he's kind of wild and zany like you. Or I something. think that might be the case. Yeah. And they have a cute little daughter. And oh, yeah. she's adorable. They sent us a picture this morning. She's so funny. She was ripping something up of, of meds and looking at him like, yeah, whatever. I'm doing what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's starting, meds. It's starting. Yeah. Yeah, wait till she bats her eyes and you just give her whatever money she needs or wants. You watch. It'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I've been doing all this different stuff. So let's play his promo real quick. We'll be back. We're going to talk about um, computers at the Moyers house and a, a weird little story that uh, everybody will, I don't know, either they'll cringe or laugh. I'm not sure. So uh, we'll be right back after this. Coming soon to the Martians Are Here podcast, a special audio presentation from guest writer Simon Meddings. What's a jolly swagman? This is the Outback you've never seen before. Pulling up outside his house, Robert's jaw dropped open. His front windows were black. They were normally dusty, but not black. Clamoring from his vehicle, he edged closer to his home and strained hard to examine the glass panels. The closer he got, the more obvious what the black was. It wasn't paint or dirt, it was flies. Once a Jolly Swagman, coming soon to the Martian Review Podcast.
you can head on over to themartiansarehere.com and see if that story is up yet. If it is, download it and take a listen to it. It is kind of a PG-13 story, the first one uh, special on the Martians Are Here podcast. Uh, the last uh, actual, uh, the last episode uh, would be uh, Chapter 8 of the Martians Are Here uh, podcast, and uh, it was PG-13 as well for some serious uh, subject matter that was in it, but it was very, very riveting, so you should listen to that too. But anyway, Meds has put together a great story, and I think you'll really enjoy uh, listening to it. Very strange, <laughs> but it's science fiction cool stuff. So uh, then we have another one coming up, and we'll play the promo for that in a moment. But uh, anyway, check that out. TheMartiansAreHere.com. And now you can download eight episodes of that, by the way, Amy, and listen to them all. Uh, I'm, I think I probably still... have them downloaded because I think I've su- subscribed well, to Well, the it. last one came out yesterday. I mean, a few days ago. I get all confused. Yeah, but I get my iTunes. I don't have it on my iPod, but it's probably on my computer. On your computer. computer. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, you have to listen to yeah. that. Um, I We go into production for the next uh, four of them coming up soon. And, of course, those will be released coming up in the next few weeks. So, very cool. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk a, a moment. I, I think this is hilarious. How many of you in our listening audience have more than one computer in your home? Um. We hear hands raising all over the globe. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We live in such a different world now where it uh, used to be that I remember. Do you remember when we bought our very first computer? Your mom mm-hmm. actually gave us a gift. Um, well, we I, bought a dinosaur from a friend. A used oh, that's first. true. From Paul. I yeah, remember that. I think Paul we Snyder. Paid like $250 for an for IBM dinosaur. without, it didn't have a mouse. Yeah, you just had to um, use. I can't remember what, DOS. what. Yeah, it was DOS. And you'd have to type in boot or start. And or Nathan run. learned how to use that computer when he was At just three years, three years old. old. Yeah. He memorized how to spell different words so that he so could, could use he could the play computer. the games and stuff on yeah. it. Yeah, that was cool. And then you, then when we bought our very first Windows machine, it was. Um, I remember this. It was a very expensive. We had to combine money with your with the money your mom gave us, and we bought a Packard Bell four eighty six. With what? How many? It's four. Um, was it four megs of RAM? Megs of RAM. Wow, that Not was huge gigs, for the yeah. Megs. And it was by Packard Bell or Packard Hell, as we yes, called I, it I, at times. That came through my head, but I wasn't going to say it. But I yeah, said it, so didn't we, I? We called it that. Well, anyway, we we got this computer, and it was just amazing. We got it from Walmart. Mm-hmm. And it had speakers that were on the side of the, of the monitors. It did have some really cool oh, yeah. games like Dinosaur, Dinosaur and different ones. The that, Undersea Adventure. Yeah, so the kids really got a lot of use out of it. it oh, and get neat. this, it had a 2400 baud modem on it. So mm-hmm. we, we could sign up for AOL was the only thing you could get where we lived. And you had to dial a long distance phone number and you got email. And we got a really big bill, I remember. Yeah, hundred and eleven dollars for way back then. We we were we were one of the first people on the harbor, I think, that had um, internet. No, no. I, well, I, I mean, we no. Were. There was a lot of people on the harbor that here that had internet, but it was again twenty four hundred mode, baud mode, so it was really slow. So we got our name on the list for TechLine, the internet mm-hmm. service provider. And uh, they eventually, only had a hundred people at first, and we were in the first hundred. Uh, no, we were in the second, because remember we, we couldn't afford the connect. We had to have a connection fee and all these oh, other things. Okay. We finally signed up for it, and then we got email and AO and and you hooked up through TechLine, then through AOL, so it didn't cost you a outside phone number, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
and you had to hook it up to your phone line and it was it was slow as a dinosaur i'm telling you but it was so cool and well i remember that we had a technique because of being on the phone line that we would download our emails and then we would sign off and read them offline because it cost too much to read them online yes yeah i remember one time my mom had this little email machine mm-hmm. and she only used it like one month because i sent her this story and she read it while she was hooked up to her phone line, and it cost her six dollars to read, to read the, the story. story so, so she, she got stopped rid of it. using it. Yeah. And I tried to explain to her that you can just download it and then read it offline, but she didn't understand. So. And we are not Mac people, even though I wouldn't mind having a Mac a Macintosh computer by Apple. Um, we are iPod people, mm-hmm. and I'd like to be an iPad person. Hint, hint. I know. But uh, we are we, so we have PCs, and so um, we found a a beautiful and wonderful thing that I like to assign to biblical proportions here in our home, that corrects most of the mistakes that we have when it comes to computing in our home. Are you ready? Okay. What do I tell you to do when you tell me it's not working right? I can't figure out why it doesn't do this, honey. It doesn't work. What's going on? Hey, it, it, there's this weird message on my screen, dear. You. How many times a week do you say that to me? And what do I answer every time? Turn it off and turn it back on. Which is ca- the common... Called rebooting. Right. And so I say reboot and, and sin no more. Yeah. And so therefore, that is the new classic term in my home. Reboot. We found that uh, many times when you reboot, thanks to Microsoft Windows, all versions that it corrects many, many mistakes. And so if you're having problems with your computer, I know. You're all geeks out there that are listening anyway, right? Right? <coughs> you all right? She wow. drank her tea wrong or something over there. You all right? <coughs> oh, my gosh. Look at her. She's, she's, she's making motions at me like, stop recording. Yes, I don't want to have everyone hear me cough. Oh, you're doing sign language. It was kind of cool. <laughs> oh, there she goes again. You all right? I, I swallowed my tea wrong. It went down the wrong way. Cheerio. So. Swallowed your tea wrong. So I'm, Would I'm, you like some crumpets? I'm like crying right now. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. Um, let's play the promo for our friend Jen, um, who wrote this amazing story about space pirates, a gerbot, uh uh, brother and sister and spaceships and anyway it's called a little bit of trouble and let's play the promo for that and we'll be right back and talk about this weird thing that happened and are you ready okay okay here we go Meet Little Bit. Hello. She's a mechanical rat. What did you just call me? I'm a gerbot, thank you very much. I can't believe this guy. I agree to an interview and get insulted for my trouble. <clears throat> She's a gerbot. A robotic gerbil designed to be the perfect pet. Little Bit. I'm not a rat, and I don't want to belong to this boy anymore either. Oh, that's Denny. He's Little Bit's little master. Being his pet is boring. And he's annoying. This kid is always stuffing me into one of his smelly little pockets. Yeah, right. It's true! To top 
laugh it off, I just realized last night that my exercise wheel doesn't actually go anywhere. And nobody on this spaceship can understand a single word I say. Ah, she's so cute when she chitters. Good little gerbot. Quit patting my head. <sighs> Gerbots are so adorable. Oh, uh, where was I? Join us as we follow Little Bit's journey aboard the Wisher's Wish in the short story, Little Bit of Trouble, written by the Anomaly podcast, Jan Rhodes. Hey, Mr. Brilliant. Did you hear me? I just said this wheel doesn't actually go anywhere. How could anyone journey in this thing? Watch. I'll show you. Running, running, running. Keep these feet on running, Gerbot. See? The wheel is moving, but I'm still in this stupid cage. Hmm. I wonder if it would go anywhere if I ran faster. Yeah! I promise, it's a wild ride. <laughs> you call this exercise wheel a ride? Sure, it's shiny chrome, but it's still pretty lame. Remember, it doesn't go anywhere. I don't even have a horn. It's packed full of space pirates, mean big sisters, bratty little brothers. What? what? Space pirates? Where? Action, adventure, and suspense. This wheel can do all that? Cool! Faster feet, move faster! Little bit of trouble. It's a robot love and space adventure for kids of all ages. Don't miss it. Coming soon to the Martians Are Here podcast. That is going to be a fun, fun little audio podcast. It sounds really cute. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing, too, is cool about Jen is she is just a fantastic writer. And I believe she's going to be developing that into a whole book. That'd be cute. That would be very cool. Mm-hmm. And, and she's a great right um, artist too, so I'm yeah. sure she could do the illustrations. Very that easily. would be cool. I never thought about that. Yeah. How cool is that? Well, anyway, you can uh, head on over to the Martians are here um, dot com and check out. Uh, that should be up here in the next couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to put it all together. I'm doing the um, production work on it, so uh, pray for me. Lots of work to put into that one because that's gonna have sound effects and voices and all that jazz. So mm. a lot of work. Yeah. But that's how that works. <laughs> Pardon the <laughs> Work, pun. That's how it works. Okay, so uh, real quick, real quick, I have to tell you about this interesting thing that happened in our home. Um, a week ago or so, I actually had a very tragic accident. Yeah. And I managed to rip half of my toenail off Your of big my toe. big toe yeah. on my left foot it was pretty gross looking yeah you know i'm not one that does well and so for those of you that are squeamish here i own too so although i may describe it i won't go into great detail because i'd puke yeah well anyway um being a weenie that i am because i really am a weenie it's really bad um when the accident occurred i looked down to see half of my toenail sticking to the side i kind of it was almost straight up. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was yucky. That brings back pain. Sorry. Well, anyway, I was too chicken to, to pull it the rest of the way off at the moment because it hurt so bad. And so um, what did I do? Um, you 
didn't touch it for a couple of days. You just walked around with it, the toenail sticking up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just do that. We did soak we, it. Yeah, soaked in Epsom salt. And, and, and that, that stung yeah. like crazy. But it softened enough uh, up enough that... But I was limping around the house. And I'm so glad that I worked at home because otherwise it would have been very bad. Yeah, I did that once the day before I started a new waitressing job when we were newlyweds. Yeah. And I had to go to work with a missing toenail. And I actually next did day. that to you on accident because you were cutting my hair and I moved you told me to move my chair and I did and it put it right on your foot and took Tore your toenail off. My toenail off. Yeah. It wasn't very comfortable. No, that this was this was your fault, by the way. I just want everybody to know. <laughs> and uh ouch so yeah. um anyway uh eventually and i didn't do it to pay you back it just is an accident well this but... is 20 some years later i think that yeah. you know you probably over wanting to pay me back for that i think so, you think so. <laughs> that hurt you're not paying it. you pay attention quit surfing the internet well, no i'm trying to find my wife is there serving the, the internet and i'm like well, you're supposed no. to be engaged in the topic here dear oh, i was i am i'm just i have to find your impromptu question i found it Okay, well, Done. that's coming up in a moment. Yeah. But anyway, um, long story short, I finally um, grossed out Catherine and Amy. Yeah. And uh, I just had enough. I couldn't hobble around anymore. So I I soaked it in really hot water with um, with some uh, Epsom salt in it. And I went in and I did surgery on my own toe. This isn't recommended, by the way. You shouldn't probably work on your own toe. But I didn't want to pay the $100 bill to go to the foot doctor and have him take the toenail all the way off yeah probably would have been at least that yeah i just took a big deep breath uh, and you don't need to say what you did i pulled the toenail all the way off uh, yeah I and have. then and then we put antibiotic cream on it and a bandage and now i'm i don't hobble as bad yeah and it feels way better it still hurts but it's far better than it was a week ago yeah and it's gross i'm just gonna say to everybody it's gross yeah, don't. Why did don't I share lose, this story? I don't know. Don't lose your toenails, though. God put them there for a reason. Well, I'm going to find out what that reason was when I when it heals up and I don't have a toenail. Yeah. Do you think it'll grow back? It should. For real? Yeah, because I lost both Catherine and I have lost toenails. When she was in ballet, she lost a toenail, and I lost a toenail when you sat on it with a chair. Thank and you. and it grew back. Catherine's grew back, and mine grew back. You should grow back. Wow, I'm like one of those cool lizards that loses their tail and, and grows, grows it back. back wow yeah. this is gonna be cool yeah i guess i hope it grows incorrectly because that'd be gross too i could be mutilated and mangled uh, yeah oh mm. wow well anyway i was just hoping maybe for a public apology on the podcast for ripping my toenail off it was an accident i've already apologized <laughs> about just... 10 times <laughs> Just joking. I felt really bad. I know. You didn't mean to. And that, I mean, how many of us, you know, I guess there's some people that mean to do mean things to other people, but you are, you're probably the nicest lady that I know. So you would never intentionally try to hurt anything. Yeah, not usually. Except I, slugs. And slugs spiders. and spiders. I have to take, I take spiders outside and put them, set you're, them free. You're more tender hearted with spiders than I am. I just, because I've taken really close up pictures of them and they're fascinating. Why would you want to kill those little things? Because. I have this really creepy thing about them walking on me. And as I'm looking in the corners of the room right now to make sure there's not a spider that will come down on me. <sighs> all right. Well, I just don't like spiders crawling on me and I don't like stepping on slugs. Okay, so all right. those are two things that I don't have any mercy for. And, uh, and hopefully God will forgive me for killing them. I'm sure he will. 
Yeah. I guess. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe he wants us to save those little guys to put them outside and eat the flies. Spiders outside don't bother me too much unless I run into their webs. Then put them outside. But I don't like them on me. You don't have to put them on you. I get a glass and hop them into the glass and then go outside. I don't like them in my house. And I'd rather kill them so they don't make more spider babies. Boy, watch out, salesman. Don't come to our house. Yeah. You're not welcome in our house. She'll kill you. I tried to tell you a joke last night and you didn't even think it was funny. This, okay, you know what? I know this is like probably sacrilegious, but I'm going to skip the words of wisdom this week just for you to tell. She, she, no, 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 I, no, no. I, I, I do. No. I want you to because catch, catch this. <laughs> I'm at my computer last night and I say, well, honey, why don't you come play with my hair and talk to me before you go to bed? So she comes and sits down next to me and she starts making conversation and we're talking about real life stuff going on. And then she starts into this story. She goes, oh yeah, by the way. And this is how she presented it. And three quarters of the way through, I realized that this was not just a story. This was a joke. But, and, but now it won't work because they know it's a joke. You're supposed to come off like you're telling just okay, something well, let's, that happened. Okay, we'll role play. Ready? Hey, honey, why don't you come play with my hair while I answer these emails and then we'll we'll go to bed. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't do well with this. Come on, this. come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> just like you're sitting next to me. No, let's let's read the Bible instead. <laughs> no, just, just, no, I think you really do need to do this. You ready? Okay, I'm going to do it one more time. Here, here we go. Okay, we're we're also going to be on the webcam. I think, you th- should we do that? Um, no, I think we should just read the scripture and skip the story. No, and edit this all out. No, we're not editing. It. Okay, here we are. Okay, so you're we're role playing. Okay, this is what happened last night. Okay, hi, Aim. Or no, no, you're like I think I'm gonna go ahead. I think I'm gonna go to bed. I think I'm gonna go to bed now. Oh well, why don't you come over and sit next to me for a minute, play with my hair, and talk to me before you go to bed. Um, and then oh, we shot the breeze okay. a little bit, blah, 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 blah. And then you said, oh, by the way. By the way, at Tops tonight, I heard about this guy who had to go to court. And he went to court because he was hurt badly in this accident. And and, and so at this point, I'm totally believing her. Go ahead. And um, so he stood before the judge and was telling the judge how he was badly injured. And yet the judge had the accident report in front of him. And he said... But I don't understand this, sir. The um, officer that took your statement at the scene said that you never felt better in your life. That that's what you said. And he said, yeah, um, and that's I was thinking, what I said. Okay, so you're saying this, and I'm thinking of the Brady Bunch episode where the guy um, claimed he got whiplash when Mrs. Brady came out of the parking lot. And he yeah. had to slam on his brakes, and then he went to court, and he was faking it. Uh-huh. That he really didn't get hurt. Well, so no. I'm thinking that's what this guy's doing. He's faking it. Okay, go ahead. No, this guy really got hurt, um, but he um, had this officer with him at the accident that came to see to see what happened, and he was uh, a cowboy, so he had a, a horse trailer behind him, and the horse was injured. Oh no! And so the officer saw that. The horse was injured badly, so he shot him and put him down. That's what people do to horses when they when they break their legs, break and, their stuff, legs yeah. and stuff. So anyway, and then mind you, I'm I'm believing I'm taking this all in hook, line, and sinker. The officer came to the cab of the truck, and he saw that the dog was you know laying there and bleeding and hurt. So mm-hmm. the officer you know thought out of mercy he would put the dog down. Sad. So dude. he did. So he then, shot the dog. So he shot the dog. And then he walked around to where the man was and he said, well, sir, um, how are you doing there? And he looked at the officer and he said, 
Uh, I've never felt better in my life, sir. <laughs> so just about the time she starts to deliver the punch, then I figure out that she's pulling my leg completely. That's hilarious. So and, and you know we had to explain it to some of the people at Tops because they didn't get why he would say that. And he didn't want to get shot. He didn't want to be put down like the horse and the dog, so he lied and said he felt <laughs> felt good. It, this is my wife's attempted humor, <laughs> and I should have known better because her brother does this all the time. Um, when I'm talking to her, his her brother Randy, he'll be talking away and he'll start sharing a story and. I, I, I have to really listen carefully because most of the time he starts to share a story. It's some weird, goofy punchline like that. And yeah. uh, so my, my wife attempted it, and, and it, was, it was pretty funny, dear. Yeah. My... Even though I laughed more at the fact that you were trying to deliver a joke. <laughs> She's usually the straight man, and I'm the jokester. So. I don't tell jokes very well. Rick's told me before that I'm just not funny. I... <sighs> <laughs> I have been accused of this. I did not. I did not say <laughs> my, that you were not funny. You're hilarious. My dad used to tell those kind of jokes all the time, yeah. like the story kind of jokes. Yeah. I grew up, you know, and we, every time we'd have company over that yeah. was different and they, you know, it's like he had to tell the same jokes again because this is a new audience. So, yeah, I've yeah. done that before. Yes, you have. <laughs> I can't do that anymore because I have podcasting and they can go back and listen to them. So I can't repeat my jokes. Yeah, that's true. That's I bet that's nice for you, huh? Um, I guess. And it's everything inside of her to be not freaking out right now that we didn't read the Bible now. We let her tell a joke I instead. I read the Bible. We're, we're breaking out of the box right now, and we're not going to read Words of Wisdom well, this week. read ahead to Genesis no, chapter no, we'll 42. We'll read it next week. Read ahead so that you, you can re- listen to us next She week. is so funny about this. I like the Bible. The Bible's good for you. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to stop our video blog, and I think we're going to uh, go ahead now and uh, play a, a quick promo, and then we're going to get into the subject of the week. T- this week, our subject is the fourth love language from uh, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. And we will be talking about da, 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 acts of service coming up next on Take Him with you the treks in sci-fi podcast stand by to receive our transmission sci-fi entertainment news and commentary i am locutus a borg star trek episode analysis captain of the uss enterprise Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Well, it's that time again. It's time for Food for Thought. Right here. I'll take him with you.
sure it's possible that you can yawn hearing me jamming on the guitar like that. I haven't drank like three cups of tea yet. I'm only drink one. Well, it's a big cup. One and a half. <laughs> what are you having today? Just black tea. Yeah? Yeah. I like black tea. Yeah. It's I like good. Earl Grey and hot. English breakfast. And... Earl Grey hot. You like it because John Luke likes it. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I don't like all Earl Greys. There are some Earl Greys that are finer than others. Some that are just not more fruity. Fine. There's some that are more fruity uh, tasting, and some that are less, more tea tasting. I, I like the bergamot that they put in it, which is kind of like an orangey oil. Bergamot. That sounds science fictiony. I like it. Okay. Bergamot. But sometimes who's some at the of door? Them... Open up. The bergamots are here. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, um, we have come to make your planet drink tea. I'm very particular Bergenaut. about my tea. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. I need to tell. My friend I was chatting with that we're recording now. Oh, she just <laughs> so tried to you get just a hold of me. I'm so sorry. This, um, no, they didn't hear that. Oh, they didn't hear no, that. No, they okay. don't hear that. No. I heard it in my earphones. I'm sorry. Oh, that was yours? Yeah. Oh, that wasn't mine. Okay. Sorry. Yes, it, it's we have Facebook open because we're going to have... We have a. Um, they don't need to know that. We're, we're okay. So, we, so then you hear these little blurps every once in a while. Burps? Blurps. Well, I burp a lot, but that's blurps. beside the point. What do you call it when you hear this? this no, notifications. Noise. Notification uh, sounds. Notice. Yeah. Notification sounds. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, someone already watched our blog. Already? Yeah. We're right in the middle of and, recording the podcast and, and they're already watching our yes, blog. Yes, because she was chatting with me and on oh, okay. Facebook and she said, he really is gullible, isn't he? No. Yes, I am, actually. <laughs> but that's beside the point. You know, that's not a bad thing to be a believing person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't tell jokes very often, so I, I imagine that you were really thinking that I was being serious. Because uh-huh. usually I am serious. I'm boringly, seriously serious. I don't know about that, but uh, we lot. are talking about <laughs> today, our subject is acts of service. Okay. And it is the fourth of the five love languages. We've been reading a book called The Five, as in number five, The mm-hmm. Five Love Languages. Um, I think that the undertitle is The Secret to Love That Lasts by Gary Chapman. Uh, it's a best-selling, number one uh, New York Times bestseller. He sold lots and lots of these books because it's got some great information. I even had a couple of listeners now that um, have gone through the audiobook and really enjoyed it. Uh, our friend... Mm-hmm. Um, um, I call him, he's Billy Bob on the forum, but uh, his real name is Joe. Joe and his wife um, just listened to the mm-hmm. audiobook and really enjoyed it. Uh, he's from Canada. Yeah. And said that it was really, had some really good tips in the book. And it does, it really does. We really highly recommend the book called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. It doesn't, it's not like a, I mean, it, there's some Christian principles in it, I guess, but it's not like, it's not going to beat you over the head with the Bible. And no. it's not, uh, it's not intended for that. It's really mostly to improve communication between couples, mm-hmm. families, and coworkers and stuff like that. Mostly this is this deals with couples, but all of these principles that he talks about in the book can help you in every area of yeah, life. It can help you in your career or your your children or or um yeah, just about any kind of relationship that you have. It would help. 
And there's a great test you can take to find out what your love language is. And basically the premise of this, again, I have to repeat it because people might be listening to this podcast before they do the others. We highly recommend you go back for the last four podcasts, download those, listen to them in order, and it really will help bring a bigger picture to this. And take the test. And you can find the test at the five love languages with the no, number it's just, five. No, no it's, it's www.five, the number five, mm-hmm. love languages altogether, yeah. dot com. And, the, and there's, the a, there's an assessment that uh-huh. you can take. And it only takes a couple minutes. Well, maybe about five minutes, ten five minutes. Five to maybe. ten at the most. It's like... Thirty questions. Thirty questions, but and then, they're and then pretty it, short. It explains what the love languages are and what if if you answer honestly to them, it'll tell you what your, what your how you receive love the best from others. Mm-hmm. And when Amy and I took the test, Amy, you came out with the number one love language being... Um, the touch one. Physical touch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I came out with the number one being gifts, receiving gifts. That's right. Uh, and now, and then underneath that, we both came out with a couple of them that were similar. Uh, one for you was um, quality I time. Had mine, yeah, um, quality time and acts of service. The tied one we're covering today for, for a second. And for me, what tied for a second was words of affirmation and. Acts of service. So we both have the acts of service. So we both like it when we do things for each other. Well, and I mean, let's explain what it means. Um, Acts of service basically is doing something for someone because you love them and you know it will bless them. Mm -hmm. Something they don't particularly want to do, but you do it for them and it really blesses them. Something that I learned a long time ago. I remember being with a, a friend named Kim. Um, who was married to um, uh, Sherry at the time. And we uh, we were really super good, close friends with them right before we got married. He said, watch this. And he went in and he did the dishes. And when uh, Sherry came around the corner and saw him doing the dishes, she gave him a big hug and a kiss. And she walked out and he goes, now there's a key, Rick. And he, and he taught me something early on. Not that I do this. But <laughs> I'm he did. going, you don't do the dishes very often. I do sometimes. <laughs> But anyway, mm-hmm. what he showed me was that if you'll find the thing that the person doesn't, that your spouse doesn't like to do the most and you mm-hmm. do it for them just because you love them, yeah. then you, that really makes them feel like you love them. It shows them you love them. But now for me, mm-hmm. doing the dishes isn't my least favorite chore. What's my least favorite chore? <sighs> and you help me with this because I've asked you. I say, I don't mind. I'll clean the house all day long. But this, the, my least favorite thing is dealing with what? Okay, just let me think. There's several things you don't like. You don't like to vacuum. <laughs> no, I, I don't mind vacuuming. Well, you don't like it really. Okay. Uh, it's what I always Dealing with the ask. pet's food, making no. food. I don't know. You like to cook. Uh, let me think. I don't like to cook, but I okay, do. Okay, you're going to have to tell me because I'm clueless. It's, it's the thing I ask you to do more than any other thing. As I ask you to help me with the mail clutter. Oh, I didn't realize that. It's I just hate clutter. And so if you help me with the clutter, I don't mind cleaning. Wow. But I really hate the clutter. I hate it when things get piled Right up. here on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, a revelation. Honey, I've told you this a hundred times. Yeah, but I didn't realize it was that important oh, to you. I just, it drives me nuts when it's there's not clutter. That, it's not that big of a deal to now, me. Do I get grumpy when there's stuff all over the table? I'll go through and clean off yes. the table and then Andrew will come and his backpack and homework will be all over there and Catherine's schoolwork. And I put and my electronics on the you table. You come home and you put your, yeah, all your, like, and it gets me grumpy because I like the table cleaned off. And well, I, this is amazing because I didn't know this. Oh, so anyway, yeah, my number one thing I hate around the house 
house is cluttered. I'm feeling a lot be... better now because because coming up here in a minute, I'm going to ask you a question, and uh, you've already answered it for me, and it's something that's attainable for me. And uh, this is good because a lot of times, it's interesting, I don't know about it, those of you that are listening, a lot of times when you find out what your spouse wants, sometimes you feel kind of inadequate of being able to give that to them mm-hmm. so that they do feel loved and cherished, if that makes sense. Well, and I think that I I know the author pointed this out in the book when he's dealt with couples that they've been frustrated He'll say, say three or four things. Right. Don't give him 20 things. <laughs> you know, that, that would make someone over, feel. It's very overwhelming. Yeah, but, you know, pick out a couple things that, you know, if you would just help me with these two things or three right. things, that would really help me. It would take a, a big burden off of me, and I would feel loved. I'd feel, you know, like you really care about me. Well, I think, and the point being made by the author, um, by Gary, is that there are some people in the world that feel more loved when something is done for them than if somebody tells them I love you. Mm-hmm. Now we all now all of us need to do all the love languages. But yeah. there are some that speak louder to people than others. And in particular this one um the couple that they had in in here were both people that um got felt loved by acts of service. Mm-hmm. And they had a really interesting time and we'll talk about it as we go here because there's some really good points that he makes in there. And, and very true in some people's lives. And I can see how in my life, some of these things um, really do tell me if I feel loved or not. Sorry, I had to cough. Okay. So I told you what what would probably be my number one thing around the house for you to help me well, with. Well, we'll get there. I want to get there in just a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, for, for you and I... Um, the, Okay, I guess you could ask me that question. Let's just do it. I'm going to do it impromptu right here because I, I didn't want to prepare thought, you for this. I thought we were there, so I'm Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, we can do that. That's all right. We can do okay. that. Okay. Well, I told you my number one thing that drives me nuts around the house is clutter. So if you so help if, me. So if I helped you with clutter, you would feel more loved. Yeah. Help me get rid of clutter because I just don't like the clutter. I don't mind cleaning, but I don't like having you dig out all the mail and junk to clean (laughs) so if you help me with the clutter um, that really helps but what's the number one thing that i could help you with i can give you four no give me one (laughs) i'm gonna give you four you're gonna give me three more oh well i don't know if i well okay yeah you can you are you kidding you could tell me how you would feel more loved i know you can yeah but we're talking about acts of service right now acts of service Okay, okay so i was i have been contemplating this what what would make me feel more love in the area of acts of service Oh, gosh. Well, you do a lot of these already, but I think one thing that would be really cool would be, uh, because I know we're so opposite, before we were married, Mm -hmm. you would spend a lot of time listening to the projects that I was working on and going places with me to do my hobbies and stuff like that. I think I think one of the things that you could do. Can't believe we're doing this over live. Okay, I'm 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 actually in I'm writing down notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, write down notes. You could, you know, if I've worked all day on a project or something, what would be really cool for me is if you would let me burn a CD of of what I've worked on audio wise, that we could get in the car and just take a drive and listen together to it and get a slurpee and just talk and and kind of debrief of the project that I've been working on. That to me would show a lot of love because sometimes because you're around me all the time, I feel like you get fed up with all my projects. Okay. <laughs> you do, don't you? 
Some, well, you know, I think it, I think it's hard though now that I'm working full time because sometimes I have to run errands or something during the day, yes. and so a lot of times I'm working on my on my data entry job like at ten, eleven o'clock at night. So mm-hmm. it's um, so that would be asking a lot from me. But I have done that with you before, and those are times that I really feel like you love me. I remember we've gotten into the car and driven around. Do you want to know something you already and listen to the, your audio dramas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to know something you already do that makes me feel loved? What? It's on my list. Okay, I I just type down. I love one. it. I love it when you you sense that I'm frustrated because of the clutter around my computer station, uh-huh. and or or a place that I'm working. And you come and help me clean up. That really makes me feel way better. And that's a big sacrifice to me because it makes me kind of grumpy that I'm cleaning up after you yet again. But I didn't say I, you I had to do that. it all for me. I just said it really helps me when okay. you will help me help with it. clean up your computer area. Wow, this is great. Okay, what's number two for you? Clutter's number one. Help clean up the clutter. What's number two? How would you feel more loved by me? <clears throat> oh boy! Here Will we go. you consider this nagging? I'm not going to consider nagging, but you can. St- you, you should share your heart. You, You're fine. You're safe. May, I don't mind doing yard work, but I'm very frustrated right now because both my weed whacker and my lawnmower are broken. So my number two area, and you do really well at this in a lot of areas, because like if my dishwasher breaks down, totally, you know, you'll make sure I get a new dishwasher. or or vacuum breaks down, you know, but I could use help um, getting some of our yard tools repaired or replaced. Okay, so that would make you feel better because you care about the lawn. I, I have a thing about I like my yard to look nice. And, right. and, um, and so if you could help me um, make sure that I have working tools for that. Okay. You don't have to do all the yard work, even though you help you like doing the little weed thing to get dandelions out and stuff you have your little chores you like to help me with and that's yeah. that's great it's it's because he doesn't want me to take roundup to the <laughs> to the dandelions well, okay. again okay. and have a poke i came on. i came home one day <laughs> and my wife had taken roundup now you know what roundup is roundup will kill all I your don't like dandelions in well my now yard. let me tell the story i come home and she goes hey i took care of the weed today and i edged the lawn and i don't see anything going on i'm like it doesn't look like she did that she goes, I used Roundup. And I thought, <laughs> okay, she can use Roundup on weeds. But what she didn't tell me is she sprayed the sides of the yard yeah. with Roundup. Well, the and next then, day, and it then all, all the turned... dandelions in the yard. <laughs> so we had, so the next day we had a yellow polka dotted yard <laughs> and a big strip of yellow all the way around the outside of the yard because she had decided that so, that would edge it. Well, I I've seen our neighbor use chemical edging where he'll go around like a fence and he'll spray the Roundup around the fence and it really works great because then all summer long it's it's dead there and you don't have to weed whack it every couple of weeks. Well, anyway, so yeah, well, I thought. And I thought, well, I'm doing that. Why don't I, why don't I kill the dandelions? <laughs> well, she killed our so, lawn. So then you went out and bought this little neat dandelion pulling thing that you poke down in the yard and it pops out the dandelions. And okay, so yeah. So anyway, so number one is help clean up clutter. Number two is you would you would feel more loved if I could get you the right tools for the lawn that work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I have to do the lawn work too? 
Um, not if you can con a kid or me into. I'm. I don't mind con doing it. A kid or you into it? <laughs> I don't mind doing oh, it if goodness. I have the time. Sometimes I, you know, with working full time, it's challenging. But I'm learning new things every day here. I actually really enjoy yard work. It's just to have the weather and the time to do it. Um, I don't mind doing it. Okay. All right. Um. So, and for me, my list is. So far, you have listened to the projects you've worked on. Drive around like and a drink, mini date. Drinks a mini date, listen and actually to listen to it and not not be impatient because I have to get back to work, or, or something. not complain because I have it too loud. Well, that might be pushing it too far. Yeah. All right, because <laughs> you like it louder number, than num- I do. Number two for me was um, help clean up your computer area. Okay, now it's time for number three for me, right? Yeah, <sighs> I got my fingers on the keys, ready to type. <laughs> um, I don't know. You said um, you had a list. Well, in my head. Oh. You do really well at showing me you love me. So I, I don't, you know, you you really are far better than you I am like at this. You like me to sit and play with your hair. That's an act of service, I guess. Yeah. Yes, I, it is. I like it, that. It's, I'm tired and you want me to sit there and play with your hair. And yeah, so I, I like that. So that'll put that as number three. That's okay. good. Spend time with me and, and uh, yeah. You like it when people bring you iced drinks. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that as one of my... But you all, I do you feel always, loved when people do that, yes. You like that. Well, I've, you know, I would. I'll put that as number four as well. I'll put that as, I love it when you bring me something that refreshes me. And you don't have to do it all every single time. I just, that is, I love it. It's so nice. I do feel loved when I'm sitting here working on a project and then all of a sudden you'll tap me on the shoulder and hand me a glass of ice and a Diet Pepsi or a thing of Kool-Aid or I something like that. I brought you a piece of turkey bacon this morning. You did, and I felt loved. Good. That was that was but really that nice. But that ties in with your number one the gifts thing. Yeah, you like gifts. Yeah. So I okay. Give so you there's a gift my four things. Piece of turkey bacon. <laughs> I get two more now. Oh, I, this is so scary because I'm such a selfish person. Okay, go ahead. Um, I of course this goes in with my with my primary love language. But I really like my feet rubbed and my back rubbed. Oh jeez, you're saying. Are this you all. writing this down? I don't have to write it down. I know what you like. <laughs> But, but remember, <laughs> I think you should write it down. <laughs> you could m- mind melt. Remember. So clutter. Rick, remember. I don't like my clutter. mind to your mind, your I, mind to my mind. I want help with clutter. I want help with making sure my tools work for the yard because I like yard work. And I like, after I've been doing yard work all day, I like my feet and back rubbed. Remember. Remember. All right. Okay. So I can, That makes you feel loved. That makes me feel loved. My grandma used to rub my feet when I was a little girl. She let have me lay on the floor. The, yeah, and, but the only problem is she never could get the smell of Fritos out of her fingers. I don't understand that. <sighs> no, no. That was a joke. That wasn't funny. My feet don't smell like Fritos. <laughs> Especially if you use cucumber <sighs> melon lotion on my feet. I like that. That's yeah. nice. It smells good. It smells like a cucumber. It's really refreshing. Fruity. Fresh smell. Mm. So, I did. You have fruity feet. So can I, can I leave it at three for you? I don't no, want to tax no, you. No, no, that's all right. I've already given you four. Go ahead. Give me the last one. How would you feel more loved, Amy, by me? Drum hmm. roll, please. Oh, that sounds like the cat purring. But it's acts of service, right? Acts of service. You really don't know. You, I thought you had like a list of like fifty. Well, you know, to me, those are really big ones. You know, if you help help get rid of clutter, that's a really big one to me because I, I just you already told like, me that. And then, 
Making sure my yard tools work. That's Got a it. biggie. Okay. And um, back rubs and feet rubs. Mm -hmm. That's a biggie. I really can't think, you know, every once in a while you bring me a hot tea, and I do like that. If you if you get up in the morning before me. I forgot me, to do that this morning. I'm sorry. If you get up before me in the morning and start my pot of tea, that makes me very happy. All right. That makes me feel loved. Okay. All right. There we go. That's our list. Okay. So and now everybody knows our list. Now you guys have to help us be accountable, right? <laughs> I don't know if I want emails. Doe, did you get Amy her tea this morning? They'll do that too. I get emails like this. Yeah. Well, I, <sighs> you know what? What's not cooperating? I really like my yard to look nice, and the weather's just not cooperating. Even and if I had a working lawnmower, I can't do lawnmower. anything about. <laughs> we, I cannot do anything just about ask that. God to give us a week of no rain. It's coming. Is it? Summers are coming. You know, my daughter was complaining about this. She really wants us to move to California because she goes, I'd like to live somewhere where you only have a couple weeks of rain instead of only a couple weeks weeks of sun. Because mm -hmm. we have only really a couple weeks of sun. We hardly ever, even in the summer, have a whole week without well, rain. nothing I can do about that, dear. I'm sorry. Yeah. I will. I will Unless try. I will try better in the areas that uh, that you have mentioned. Unless we move to Phoenix, but you'd be too hot. Yeah. Well, we're not yeah. even going to go there. So here we go. Okay. Um, I'm sending myself this email with your list on all it. Right. Well, w one of the things the author recommended doing in the book, um, which I thought was really a good idea, and that was he made the statement: requests giving uh, requests give direction to love, mm -hmm. but demands stop the flow of love. So there sometimes there's people there are people that are very demanding. Yeah. And in a relationship and and they think they're trying to suggest things that can be done so that they feel better about the relationship, but they actually end up abusing the other person. Yeah, or like what I said about not wanting to be a nag about the about the yard tools. I don't want to be a nag about them. But it's important for me to get those. Yeah, fixed. but if you came in and said you will go get this and you will do that, that would that could borderline on abuse. Oh, well, Catherine brought me Stripey, my cat. Hi, Stripe. You want to put him on the my shoulder here? He's, He's a very cute cat. Yeah, she walked in with my big Herkin cat, who will now sit down and purr by my neck. Because he's a really good and cat. whack you in the face with his tail. He does, but I like him. Anyway. um... We've all been in, in, or we've seen relationships, or we might have even been in relationships where the other person is very demanding. Mm -hmm. What the writer suggests here is that, just like anything else, communication is the key. So what we just did, the exercise that we just did, mm -hmm. without introducing it that way, really was is very effective because we said, here's what we'd like. Mm -hmm. it, it would make me feel better if you did this. And I think that is far better than coming up with a list and demanding that you do this or I'll leave you. Well, and it's respecting... Or I won't support you. It's or I respecting won't. people's boundaries. You can <clears throat> say, these are some needs or some desires I have. And um, if you can help me with them, great. Right. And if you can't, I understand. And But the sta that statement that he made, requests give direction. In other mm -hmm. words, it gives you an idea of, oh, I didn't realize. It's like, see, like the clutter thing? Mm -hmm. You've said that to me a million times, but I had no clue. Seriously, had no clue that that is that important to you. And that is something I can really do easily. I don't mm -hmm. have any problem with that. Yay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to get brownie points. I'm just telling you, I didn't know that. You never told me it that way before. 
how important it, it was. It just to drives you. me nuts to have. And I had no idea. Stacks of mail. And no idea. And this is why I have a shredder and why I can throw things in the garbage. I don't have a problem hey, with that. Good. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, and and I think too with the demanding thing because, um, like your personality is a little bit more demanding than mine. Um, but if I come to you and you say, "Hey, can you do this for me or that for me?" Um, I have to say, um, I can do that right now, or, you know, I'm really beat. Can I do that for you tomorrow? Right. You know, and it's... Well, but we have had a problem in the past, though, in this, this borderlines on abuse, that you might feel in fear that I might leave you, even though I've never done this to you, but, um, for various reasons, insecurity or whatever, sometimes you can feel, um... Well, fear, intimidation, uh, threats, those kind of things are not conducive to love. No, you're doing it out of... Obligation is not yeah, love. If you're, if you're doing something just because you're afraid um, of retribution or that someone will not um, love you if you don't or, or accept you, accept that's, you that's actually, that's, that borderlines on abuse and on um, insecurity and uh, unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And if, if, you know, like, I think our relationship has gotten to the point now, though, that if I'm tired or I'm just not feeling well or something, I can say to you, you know, I'll help you with that tomorrow. Or I'd love to help you, but I just have to get this project done for right, work or, right. you know, and I think the key there, like we've said all along, is communication Yeah, to let someone know that they're valuable to you and if it's possible for mm-hmm. you to drop everything to help them you will but yeah. then sometimes it's just not possible that you have to have boundaries to keep yourself healthy too mm-hmm. and um so bottom line is request give direction for love you mm-hmm. kind of a flow or a, a channel that you can show someone you love them demands stop the flow of love and borderline on abuse and fear mm-hmm. and that is not healthy so yeah, do the don't. healthy thing and communicate and give direction for the love, but don't, you know, don't cross the line and start demanding. That's not a good thing. Um, I thought this was interesting, too. Do you remember when we were dating? And this seems to be pretty much the same across the board with most couples. When we're dating each other, we we tend to be really on our game, if that makes sense. I mean, um, for you, you make sure you look good and you know, and, and wrote me notes and all these different things. And I, you know, I was very quick to find out what you liked and what you loved and what, you know, what your needs were and all these different things. And we do that while we're pursuing each other. But after we get married, why does it seem like, you know, a couple of months into the marriage or maybe just a year or, or less, things start to go haywire. Um, and we don't, we stop doing that in this, in this book, when we were reading, um, the, the man, would help with the dishes before they, when they were dating. He'd go over for dinner at their house and he help would help on church projects, right? And he would go to church with and, her because yeah. the dad said, "If you don't go to church on Sunday nights, you don't date my my daughter." Those yeah. kind of and he 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 would spend all of his time with her. Then once mm-hmm. they got married, he started going hunting and disappearing. And and before that, he went hunting and stuff too. But he always made it home. He always to, made it back in time to wash his car and go see her at dinner right. time, you know. So, but after they got married, he just stopped doing those things, stopped helping her, and one of the reasons was because of the traditions that he was raised with. He didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't see his mom and dad doing that, so therefore he thought that that was fine. That that as soon as he got married, well, he got her, and then he'd go off and make the money, and she would take care of the house, and 
And we, you know, that may have been great years and years ago, but this world has completely changed. Mm-hmm. And there now, in, in, there isn't such a traditional type of deal going on in families anymore because the world has changed mm-hmm. and there's so many demands. And now um, it is not a, it, it's, it's a male chauvinist thing to say, well, woman, you take care of all the house thing and I won't. Well, and I think that that guy had even gone further than his dad too because he stopped helping with the yard or washing the right, car. Or, right. You know, he just got upset at his wife for not doing everything. Right. And And so, you know, she... She got resentful for him for not helping at all. And, and so they solved this by, by each of them doing like we just well, did. The list of things, g- yes. Giving each other three or four things right. that, you know, this would really make me feel loved if you help with these three things. Right. And, um, or four. Three or four things. Yeah. And, and, um, and then they suggested every couple of months doing a couple more things. For each other, not all at once, but every mm-hmm. couple of months having a couple more things that this would really make me feel more loved. Even if, if it's just once a month, yeah. you know, like I'm um, taking a, a trip or cleaning out the shed or something, right. you know, something that's a, an extra thing. I thought it was interesting. He wrote this statement. He said, what we do for each other before marriage is no indication of what we will do after marriage. Hmm. And a lot of young couples think it's pie in the sky and everything's going to be just wonderful when they get married. But there's just a different mentality. Once you get married, if you don't watch it, you can really let your guard down because you think you've got this person. And you may have this person, you may have each other, but but that doesn't mean that your needs are being met and that you feel loved. You shouldn't take each other for granted. I remember um, reading a book one time about a mother that gave her son advice after his wedding. And she said, you know, you need to still court your bride. And by that, I mean, it sounds really old fashioned, but when you're courting, you're, you're finding out what the person likes and you're dating or getting to know them. You're getting, you know, you're still trying to get to know them. You're still trying to do nice things for them Mm -hmm. and spend time with them. And her point was just because you're married, don't stop courting your bride. Right. And that sounds all pie in the sky, but we're talking practical stuff. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, you're listening to this podcast. Maybe your spouse is not, Mm -hmm. or maybe you're not married. Yeah. Okay. Well, think about it for a moment. What can you do? You can look at the people around you and you can ask questions of them like, you know, how do you feel the most love, you know, or, or, or what do you appreciate the most that I could do for you? Or you could say, what's the thing that you like the least right. to do at work? Well, oh, check this what's out. What's your least favorite job to do at work I, and do it for them yeah, once in I, a while. I love this. Uh, he wrote, people tend to criticize their spouse most loudly or their boss. In the area that they themselves have the deepest emotional need. Hmm. So if they aren't willing to tell you what's going on, you can hear it between the lines. In other words, we get more upset with our spouse when, when um, in the area that we feel the most love in. So we can get really frustrated. So that's another indicator. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what areas are you frustrated with your spouse in? And then you look at your emotional need. Okay, what am I not getting met here? And that might not necessarily be the one that that person needs, but that is a big indicator of where our lack is. Mm-hmm. And that, that helps people right there. Then you don't get as naggy. You get more okay, contemplative. Okay, now what, how can I get these needs met without being a, being a nag or, a, or hurtful? I'm there with the lawnmower right now. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do for that. <laughs> needs to be taken into the repair shop, and I don't drive the truck. 
<laughs> yes. Okay. I think I, I transferred into naking there. Oh, that's all right. Well, anyway, we I think we've talked about a lot of different things. We need to, to wrap up here. Okay. Um, but I guess the conclusion of our talk here on acts of service is uh, communication. And it really mm-hmm. is just a key of letting those people in your life that you are close to know. Now, not necessarily just in marriage areas, but we're mm-hmm. talking... Uh, like you said, the boss at work or the teacher at school or the well, or the coach day. or the or mother's. It's uh, Mother's Day today. So yeah. you could ask your, your hey, mom, mom, what's your least favorite chore around the house? Or you know? how do you feel loved, mom? What, how what do, can how I can do I, for you? What can I do to, to help you feel loved? Mm-hmm. Ask that question. Don't be afraid to ask. Now, I was afraid to, to, to do the impromptu thing today with you because I was nervous that I could not fulfill those things. They aren't that hard, are they? They aren't that hard. And I think that that is really... Hey, I have an idea. What? We could both get in your pickup truck and you could download on a CD or burn a CD of your recent work and we could drive together to the lawnmower repair shop <laughs> and we can listen to your your um, music while we drop off the lawnmower that's hey that would accomplish two things and i could play with your hair while you drive wow i got myself <laughs> into trouble now haven't i that hey. actually sounds not bad so yeah well we'll have to have i do a have i have more to work on but I, I okay i think we can work that out well when you get when you get a cd burned we'll have a date dropping off the lawnmower okay well, well i hope both I, of us happy I, I, I hope everybody's enjoying this series i know i get a few emails from folks saying that they like it but uh, i hope it's practical and it's helping you if you uh, want to give us some feedback we would appreciate that just write to us at rick at take him with you.com that's rick at takingwithyou.com. You can head on over to um, takingwithyou at uh, takingwithyou.com. I have a brand new, um, I put up a brand new site. Did I tell you that? No. Uh, well, not the whole site, but I did add some new uh, quick links. And we now have an archive of every one of our podcasts that people can just go through and click you on know, MP3. I, s- I saw on Treks and Sci-Fi Forum that you were working on that, but I didn't know it was a whole new site. Or it's it not a whole new a, site. It's a, a page. page. Yeah. A page so what you do is you, you go to takingwithyou.com okay. slash archive mm-hmm. a-r-c like arch hive and it'll take you to every one of our things and it you can just click on the mp3 and listen to it people were complaining that they couldn't get them all at once they didn't know where they were hmm. so now i have them just clickable okay i didn't know i thought on itunes you could just go you down can. the list well, not everybody has itunes them. not everybody has that's iTunes. true that's yeah. true i so, forget that we're a geekier family than yeah. a lot and so yeah. there you go yeah We highly recommend the book, The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts by Gary Chapman. You can find it on Amazon.com. You can get it all over the the net. You can go to uh, fivelovelanguages.com. You can also um, get it on iTunes if you type in it and and get it on audiobook. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Next week, we are going to be talking about the last in the series, Physical Touch. Yeah, that's... Hubba hubba. (laughs) Well, it's no, not it's necessarily not. No, like that, but no. But some of us like our back rubs or our feet rubs. There, well, there's a lot more to hugs, it, even than that. A lot more than even that. Holding hands. Yeah. So we'll yes. we'll be talking about that next week. It should be a very. I'm a mushy girl. Fun. I like to hold hands when we yeah. go on walks. So let me pray for everyone, and then okay. we'll we'll close the program. All right. Father, thank you that you have created us all individual and unique in um, in how we live and how we act and how we feel love. God, would you give us insight to our significant other and those people in our lives that um, that we work with and that we go to school with? And different. Show us, Lord, what we can do to bless them and help them to feel love. 
And then, God, we pray that you give us insight and wisdom on how to deal with people around us in a positive way. Thank you again for all that you have done for our lives and how you show us love every day, and especially uh, for for all that you've done for us eternally. We, we are so grateful for that, God, that you love us and care about us and have a plan for our life, and we appreciate that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, again, if you want to get a hold of us, just uh, email us, rick at takehimwithyou.com. You can check out our video blog, which is on every single day at uh, youtube.com slash rickmoyer777. Join us on Facebook. Both Amy and I have a Facebook page, and you can be our friends. Just go to Facebook slash rick.moyer or Facebook slash amy.moyer. Yeah. yeah. You know, on the friend request, if you would take the time to say who you are and you listen to our podcast. Who you are and listen to our podcast because... I will put you on my friend list then, but sometimes I get friend requests from people. I don't know how how they're my friend. (laughs) So please put that on there. All right. Well, you have been listening to Take Him With You, the weekly podcast that's spiritual, not religious. I'm Rick Moyer. And I'm Amy Moyer. Thanks for listening and never forget to Take Him With You. Take, Take Him With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2010. All rights reserved. What am I supposed to say now? Um, help and support us by sending a donation. <laughs> help and support us by sending a donation. That was good. Yeah, that's a little plug for it. Okay. okay. Thanks, everybody. See you <laughs> okay. next week. Okay. My name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean. Just type in Waffle On Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. Hi, Russell. Are you like Mommy? Are you doing a podcast? A podcast. Podcast. Good boy. That is pretty much the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> podcast. Anomaly. Something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. An oddity, peculiarity, irregularity, inconsistency, incongruity, a rarity. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Buffy, Firefly, gaming, books, costuming, and general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining, Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of The Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. 
So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com. Rick, my brother, how art thou? I enjoy listening to your show very much, and Amy has become an integral part of the show, so keep up the good work, my friends. And I'm also pleased to hear that you enjoy listening to my little podcast, Appy Times, which is a short weekly review about cheap or free applications for the iPod Touch, the iPhone, or as us geeks like to call it, the iThingy. So come along and spend a few minutes with me waxing lyrical about these fantastic little applications. I can be found at appytimes.podbean.com or simply look for me in iTunes. Rick, my friend, keep up the good work. And happy times, brother. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast.